You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. All creation praises God. The Bible says that. I think it can add a little bit of truth to that right there. Taking a look at the banded woolly bear caterpillar. We commonly call him the woolly worm, right? A lot of people look at the woolly worm to tell what kind of winter we're going to have. More about that in a second. It's actually a banded woolly bear caterpillar. There's those fuzzy insects named for their reddish brown and black bands. They won't bother you there. Right now, they're really hungry and they're looking for a place to hide under for the winter. Right? They're actually the larva of the Isabella tiger moth. So what you're looking at when you see that brown and black banded caterpillar, it's actually a tiger moth that you'll see later on in the year, probably. But right now they're getting bigger and fuzzier. And did you know that? And I've always wondered about this. When it gets really like just 10 degrees out, you're like, how in the world can anything live? You know, but God's provided for them because they can actually freeze and be okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool, right? They go into a state of inactivity. There's a, I guess it's queer. Anyway, I can't pronounce it. But uh, they have that special defense against the cold. They can freeze solid. They can survive. That is so cool. Because they got this special chemical to protect the caterpillar cells from being damaged. Right? Um, when the temperature rises in the spring, then they thaw out. They build a cocoon and they transform into the Isabella tiger moth. They're pretty large. You've seen them probably on the windowsill or something. And uh, it just proves that God has given all his creatures, big and small, you included, incredible abilities to survive all the seasons. And if you think you can look at the size of the stripe and tell what kind of winter it's going to be, well, I'm going to dash that. Truth is, the brown band just gets wider each time the woolly bear molts or sheds as it grows. So the size of the band shows how often the woolly bear has molted. Really not what kind of winter we're going to have. And here he is, <laughs> Mr. Know-it-all. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Uh, word of warning, he's a morning person. Oh. Came by not all that long ago. Well, actually, I met her and with her mom there at uh, over at Grace Church here in Lake Katrina when they were having their fall festival thing. Has it been that long since then? <laughs> and it was raining that day. It was supposed to be. It turned out to be pretty nice. We were inside there. And it was a wonderful festival. It was wonderful to meet everybody. It was incredible. And I, I met little Sophie, and um, she, was, she loved to tell stories. And she told a story. And she loved to tell stories from the Bible. And I thought, wow, it's amazing. You know, nine years old. <laughs> okay. So here is... Uh, the Bible coming to life from a person who's still in the single digits. Wow, what a way to go here. Just think about the future for her, okay? So take it away, man. When the the Pharaoh um, had too many Egyptians, so um, he wanted to kill all the firstborn sons, but one of the woman who had a baby boy put him in a basket. Story of Moses, okay. And then um, led him to the water and she prayed that he would not get hurt. And then when she, he got, she, when he got to the um, sea, she, the prince, the princess saw her and 
saw him and said we should take him into the palace. And he had a brother, and when he got older, he wanted to leave the place because he was not an Egyptian. He was an Israelite, and then he um, he sent ten plagues, and and um, and he kept on. And Moses kept on asking, "Let my people go." Each time the plague was over, and he said, "Only if you stop, whatever." But then, and then. He, but then when the, it was all over, he said, no, you can't let them flee. And then the last plague was the worst. So then he, um, then he said, okay, you can let them go. And then they left as quick as they can, just in case he changed his mind. So, but, but then the sea came and they didn't have, but mo- everybody starts all the Israelites started saying, we can't get through, but because the Egyptians were coming. And, but then Moses, but then God told Moses, use your staff. And then when he used his staff, he parted the sea and they walked. And when all the people were on the other side, the Egyptians, they were in the water, but then they died in the water. All right, Sophie, what a good story. Wow. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He is that morning person. So this is uh, about bees. And, you know, you've heard me talk all summer about bees and amazing creatures. Made me more amazing than I thought. They may have some pretty mystical powers. I don't know. But uh, I think this time of the year, October, bees act kind of strange. But I think it's the cool air at night. But that's just me. What do I know? All I know is we had to run to Sam's to get some food Sunday afternoon. And we come out and there was a particular bee that just seemed like he wanted to bother us, wanted to see what we had. My wife's like, he's going to get in the car. <laughs> so we, we shoot him away. Or so we thought. Yes. Well, we get home, get the car loaded with all the stuff. We get home, we're unloading, and I take out that plastic container of apple fritters which is, you know, it's hard plastic container. You've seen it snapped shut. It's sealed with the queen seal on it. That's an exaggeration. It's not, I don't know who's sealed it is, but, but it's sealed. And I, I was bringing it in the house. I noticed our fellow bee was inside that sealed container. Beat anything I ever saw on Ed Sullivan. It really did. And so then we had to somehow, I mean, I don't think he realized where he was because he, he could have just like eaten all the apple fritters and, and been happy and gone home to his reward. But we let him out and now he's going, I don't know where I am. Any town that could dream up a <laughs> hoax like this has a sense of humor that I wouldn't try to Not a hoax. With. Your morning dose of encouragement. The Cup of Joe Morning Show on The Sound of Life. I want to introduce you to a man that I was just introduced to, John Lennox. He is a, quite a wise pastor, He's uh, and he uh, is a prominent Christian thinker, so you may know him already. Uh, he often discusses the concept that is in Genesis chapter 1, 
where it states that God created you, humans, in his own image as a profound statement right there. And he was talking about it recently, and somebody asked John Lennox a question. All right, so here's the question. Why would you choose to worship a creator God who forbade man to actually eat from the tree of knowledge, one which you have obviously eaten from because you're a rather knowledgeable man, why would you choose to worship a, this sort of deity who would have kept you down? A deity that would kept you down. And here's how John Lennox starts his answer. That's a very good question. I'll tell you why it's a good question. I, I noticed it was asked originally by a snake. See, the snake in the garden originally asked that question. So then John Lennox is going to go on and give a profound answer. Just for a minute. I'll tell you the kind of God I worship. I worship the kind of God who made me in his image and coded himself into humanity, came into our world to provide a basis through his death and resurrection that I could co become something that I was not by creation, and that is a son of God. And the basic message of the Christian faith is a magnificent one, that God is prepared to give the individual who trusts Christ his very life, and that that person rises in that sense and is given all the potential of God to be able to enjoy his friendship. The capacity of enjoying friendship with God is the biggest thing in my life and it will be the biggest thing eternally. The notion that God is trying to keep us down is actually the original lie. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Today is officially Cinnamon Roll Day. Mm. Now you just want one, don't you? And I was recently in an airport that had Cinnabons, and I was like really trying to be good and gluten-free, and that's about as far from gluten-free as you can get. Gooey, sticky sweetness. When you say cinnamon rolls, I think about my mom. Maybe you do too. You know, I mean, they go back, Philadelphia go back into the 1700s, and it makes sense. It's pretty simple dough. It's like one of the greatest inventions ever. We'll take the dough and we'll cut it in strips, roll it out, you know, and then we take the whatever we put. It could be nuts or raisins, or but certainly cinnamon on there. I was trying to think um, whatever the gooey stuff. I mean, it's cinnamon. And anyway, you, I'm not a cook, but you just sprinkle it out there, and then you roll it up, you know, and then you place it in the pan, the greased pan, and they cook and stuff. And they were the best ever. Absolutely the best ever. And it was a very sad day. When my mom was saying, you know, I can't make them anymore, my arthritis in my hands, I just can't, I can't do it like that, you know, and I thought, okay, it's all right. And, you know, you reminisce a lot, don't we? We're, right now, you're probably thinking about a, a, a loved one, you know, parents, grandparent, whatever, that, that made those cinnamon rolls, baking them and stuff, and you, you have memories. But think about this. One day, when you're reunited with them in our home... Home, 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 heaven. The one that God's created for you and I through Jesus, absolutely. Then we'll be having way more fun, way more memories, 
And man, I tell you what, if the cinnamon rolls that my mom made, I can't even imagine what they're going to taste like in heaven. That would be amazing, right? Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. Saw a video recently of uh, Southwest Airlines there in there. You know, that's where it's like first come, first serve, right? Something like that. So it was two guys, one on the window seat, one on the aisle seat. In the middle, the guy was holding some kind of a stick with a ball cap on it right in the middle. So if you're coming down the aisle, it looks like somebody's sitting there in the middle seat. And he was like giving the thumbs up because people were passing him by. People, you know, it's like, but it's a way different thing when you're out on the highway and under the regulation of the state police or patrol or whatever they're called. Washington State, they're called the patrol. I don't know. We have hub lanes. I don't remember seeing any. High occupancy vehicle lanes. That's where you have to have a couple of people in the car to be able to be in that lane and zip along all special and everything and well, we all want to be in that lane, and we'll apparently do whatever it takes to try to get in there. And man got pulled over recently by a trooper, Rick. <laughs> and he was, turned out the only passenger that he had was a Halloween mask. <laughs> yep, it sure was right out there on State Route 167. And then uh, the, the trooper said, well, yeah, it was a mask in the seat along with a vest and a scarf. And the trooper said, well, it is scary, but it doesn't count. Right? You didn't see anything. Oh, he did. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.